welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode is going to talk about something that may shock you because it shocked me. (laughs) Something that I would tell people from time to time, tell my guys from time to time, and now I'm reading this book, or I just read this book, I finished it, um, Get the Guy by Matthew Hussey, because I was wondering what a male's perspective about men was saying. Um, It's a really great book. He's amazing. He's really great. I actually recommend you men to read it. Um, But... You know, if you if you have if you have that kind of time to read books on how to get guys, you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> but I, he said something that threw me back, and I never really thought about it. And I can't wait to share it with you. Before I dive into that and what that is, I want you guys to please head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review. As always, it would mean the world to me. It would really help the podcast. And I would so much appreciate it. So go ahead. It really takes two seconds, two minutes, I should say. You just go to iTunes, go to What I Love About Men podcast, go to iTunes, scroll down to all the, all the way to the bottom, <laughs> go all the way to the bottom, leave a rating and review once you scroll to the bottom. It's very simple, very simple. All you have to do is say, Steph, this brought me so much value. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah. Anyway, guys, so let's get onto it. Let's get onto this topic. Just be yourself is crap advice. Bam. I said it. It's shit advice. Don't fucking be yourself. (laughs) All right. It's not so much as not to be yourself, and it's not that it's a bad thing to be yourself, but when you're in a conflict or when you're dealing with something and you don't know how to get out or you're not understanding why, you're not understanding why you're not dating well or you're not attracting the woman you want to attract or things just are not going right for you, um, in really any aspect of life, you know your family and loved ones you know, your family, friends, and loved ones will always say, just be yourself. You know, we love you. But if it's not working to your advantage, then there are some changes you have to make about yourself. So therefore, you can't be yourself. You have to become a new version of yourself and be that. Um, so I found this really interesting because, you know, a lot of people take it as, as you know, this is me. This is how I'll always be. This is who I am. And that's that. But at the end of the day, don't we all kind of adapt to our situation? Or if we're trying to improve ourselves, don't we become a different person? You know, I bet you guys can think back on a time when you're like, holy shit, that wasn't me. Like those college years, fuck man, like I was a different person. You literally were a different person. That's why you say that. Like it feels so foreign because your neuro... Your, your neurochemistry changes, you know, the neuro, the neurons that are firing and wiring in your brain actually change and restructure and you're reprogrammed as a human. So what does that mean? It means your identity changes. It means you become someone else. It means you're not yourself anymore. There's an actual great book of, um, 
about this and it's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. It is literally probably my favorite book of all time, if not definitely on my top three. Um, And it's by Dr. Joe Dispenza. So if you guys want your minds blown, read that book. You'll fucking love it. And you'll find it so interesting because he goes into the neurochemistry and and, um, the science of what happens to your brain when your identity shapes or renews and like why we build new habits and what that does to us. Um, and how it affects our conscious and subconscious. It's crazy. It's so interesting. I love it so much. Go pick it up. Check it out. Um, anyway, so this really ties into today's topic because, like I said, if you if you be yourself and things aren't working out the way you've been, then what makes you think if you keep doing the same things, you're going to get a different result? You're not. You're really not. You know. So be yourself is crap advice unless it unless it informs you to be more of your strengths. Like maybe, I think a lot of you guys downplay your strengths or you're not confident enough to showcase them. And that can be a problem. So if part of yourself and who you really are and who you show to the majority of the world is this great confident guy, but then when it comes to women, you're like, uh, you're like cowardly and, and you get anxious and nervous and it shows through your body because you can't bring out that confidence that is really you, then that's a different story. You know, but if there's just this, these patterns and these habits and things aren't working and you're really not feeling in a place of confidence, um, ever, and you're just not feeling attractive and therefore you're not showing your attraction, um, then a lot of things can, then it can really just turn into this, okay, you can't so much be yourself. You have to improve yourself a little bit so you can change your identity. You can change a little bit of who you are to get a better result, to get a result that will make you happy, to get a result that will make you feel more confident. And it's just, you know, it's kind of interesting and mind-fucking to me, um, this concept, because it's, it's very difficult to, it's very simple, but like, underneath it all, think about it. Like we're always growing into a different person. Um, we're never really the same person. Even yesterday, like you grew, like you, things, like things changed for you. You had different experiences. You had experiences yesterday, even if they were boring as fuck, like you had them that were different from today. Maybe an experience like you've never, I mean, definitely an experience you've never ever encountered in your life. And those things are going to happen over time. Every day we, we face these new obstacles or we have these different people come into our lives that change the way we view things or perceive things. And it's just, fucking crazy. Um, that's why the more books you read and the more, um, the more environments you put yourself in and the more people you meet and talk to, the more variety you have of your brain actually, I mean, the more of a chance you have for your brain to grow and restructure and form in it as a new person because of these external, um, these external things that, that come into you or that tie into who you internally become right? We're shaped by especially our environment and the people that surround us. They make us who we are, right? And as you always hear that quote, you are the average of the five people you hang around with most. That is that that is very important in itself. And that's true. Like even the people who are just around us most shape who we are because we follow whatever their thoughts are and behaviors. And we kind of adapt to that, what's going on around us. Um, that's who we are. Like as human cu- creatures, we adapt. Um, so if you adapt to, you know, men who are very confident and sure of themselves and those are your friends, then you're more likely to be an outgoing guy when it comes to women. If you are surrounding yourself with friends who are really shy and timid and stay inside and, you know, 
watch TV all day, then that's a different story. You're going to be more like them um, just because that's the place you put yourself in. You don't practice the outgoingness. You don't practice, you know, throwing yourself out there and feeling really confident about it and just fucking doing it because your surroundings aren't doing that. So you don't feel the need to, right? There's no like pressure to. And I believe there's good pressure and bad pressure, right? Um, when it comes to peer pressure. So I truly, truly believe that um, identity is shaped much by who we surround ourselves by um, and just our overall feelings and attitude in general. Pico, stop biting that. Um, I feel like Pico ruins all my podcasts now. Pico, you ruin everything. Just kidding, I love you. Um, but you're a devil. Anyway, I... I just wanted to talk from a personal point, too, about the fact that identity is shaped by those around you and really change the person you are. Um, even like right before, even this move I just made, you guys probably know if you know me, if you follow me on Instagram, um, I, stop it, stop it. I moved upstairs and even just having having a new roommate, being in a new space, um, having more light in the space, buying a few new nice things, nice pieces of furniture and things, um, you know, to re reshape my environment made me think differently. It made me think clearer. Um, just because I was in a new space, I was with a person who is, I'm with a person now who's very optimistic versus very pessimistic. Um, and it was, it's just been surreal, like what has happened to me internally in the past few days. And to be honest, I have just for the last month have been very stressed out. I haven't been wanting to be all in on my business. And that's just not like me. You know, it didn't feel like me, but it was becoming the new me because that's what happens, right? Like when we have these experiences, they put us in a downfall and a spiral. And then all of a sudden our attitude shift and things change. And then you form a habit of having this negative loop cycle. And that habit then becomes the new version of you. So yeah, you are always changing. You can't always use the line or think, I just have to be myself. You have to know like who you want to be always. You have to know who you want to be chasing as an individual. Like who is the best version of you and how can you get better? How can you keep improving? You know, I don't think it just stops at like, okay, I'm the best version I can be. Let's just stay here for the rest of my life. That doesn't happen, right? Because we have ups, we have downs and no matter what, we're going to have shitty days. We're going to have bad attitudes. It's going to happen. It doesn't mean we're a bad person or we turned into this this version of ourselves that's shitty now and we're stuck there. It's just about what are you going to reinforce? Like what are you going to remind yourself to focus on and stay at that at that level of not even a level of reaching of reaching a higher level constantly. And you know, some of you guys will say, "Oh, well, like why should I have to improve? Like I shouldn't ha- I should be happy with who I am." Yeah, you should. We should always be happy with who we are, but there's this thing called blissful dissatisfaction and I think it's the most awesome, beautiful concept I've ever heard. And Ed Milet talks about it a lot. I don't know if you guys follow Ed Milet, but, um, but it's this idea that, that we're just happy being dissatisfied, you know, like, like there's always going to be better. Um, there's always a better version of us. There's always more out there for us. There's always something that's, there's always something great coming our way that we never experienced. Um, and we're not yet to experience, but we're happy where we are. We're, we're like content, but we always want more. We want to strive for all that stuff that's in our future. That's amazing, right? Because if you have nothing to look forward to and you're just like, oh, I'm happy where I am, then there's 
where are you pushing? Where are you going? How are you growing? And if we're not growing, we're dying, right? We're, it's one or the other. It really is. Um, so I just think it's when you think, you know, just be myself, just remind yourself, like, who is the self I want to be? Like, who is the self I'm continuing to chase every single day? And it's that, it's that blissful dissatisfaction of you're never going to actually get to that person because you can always be better. You can always improve. You can always grow. Like there's so much out there that we can learn from. There's so many women you can approach. There's so many ideas that you can take in, that you can implement and use, you know, in your life. And, and, you know, when it comes to making money or when it comes to, um, starting, you know, a charity or, you know, helping the world somehow and doing something great. There's always, there's always something else. There's just, there's too much in this world to, to take advantage of everything. And I think that's something that's, that's really important, even just to focus on once in a while to bring you back to that state of abundance. Cause if you're in that abundance mentality, then you know that there's always more, there's always more money. There's always more women. There's always more dates, right? There's always more opportunities for, for work. There's always more play. There's always more fun. There's always another weekend, you know, there's always another vacation and you get out of that headspace of, oh, there's never enough. I never get it. It's not, you know, it's, it never works for me because that type of mentality just puts you in the opposite place of where you want to be. It really does every time. And if you keep feeding that and you keep staying in that negative loop cycle of focusing on what you don't have, then that eventually becomes the person you are. So when you say, when a person like that says, oh, I'll just be myself, forget it. You're not going to get what you fucking want because being yourself is not the person who attracts women in that case. You know what I mean? Or you're going to attract a woman who is not is not the high caliber woman you probably want because if you're in that negative headspace, you're going to attract a negative headspace, um, a female version of it, right? So whew, I feel like I was talking a long time straight. I think I'm getting better with the likes and the ums. Um, that's something... <laughs> as soon as I say that, um... <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> there we go. All right. Now I'm getting nervous. I jinxed it. Just like I jinxed today. I told my roommate Pico didn't pee today on the floor. And he was like, you fucking jinxed it. And then, uh, yeah. And then Pico peed and now he's eating my bed. Great. Um, but yeah, guys, that's, that's it for today. Um, I hope that, <laughs> um, I hope that brought value to you guys and that you took it in and that you understand the quote. Cause it's interesting. Uh, it's not really a quote. It's just making fun of the the advice, be yourself. But I think it's interesting and I think there's a lot to take from it. And just always know that you can change and you can be better and you're never stuck in the situation you're in. Don't ever feel like you're stuck because you're not. You're not. You can always get out and you have the choice to get out. It's just, you know, what choice you want to make. So that's it for today's podcast episode. Have a great morning evening or night, wherever you are in the world, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.